0: Welcome to the KC Crew Podcast. Before we begin this podcast, we would like to send a rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and everybody else that was on that helicopter that crashed last Sunday. This podcast was taped and recorded before that accident, and we felt it was only right to say rest in peace and to send our condolences to his family and loved ones and to everybody else that was involved in that accident. Rest in peace. What up, y'all? It's DJ
1: Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this
0: is another edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Welcome! Hello, hello,
0: hello, beautiful people. That's right. We are back, and we got to remind you about the Casey Crew retreat before we start. April 30th to May 3rd in Jamaica, all right?
1: Jamaica, Jamaica. I don't. It didn't go like that. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. That was my version. That was so bad. It was good. But everything that you do whenever you're imitating a song or an accent is pretty terrible. <laughs> what? What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. What does that even <laughs> no. mean? That was so I don't know. bad. But make
0: sure you join us April thirtieth to May third in Jamaica Bay, mm-hmm.
1: Jamaica, at the Jewel Grand Resort.
0: That's right. It's the KC Crew Retreat. If you want more information thecaseycrewretreat.com. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a good old time. It yes. You don't have to be couples. You could be single. It's going to be all types of events. I'm talking speed comedy dating. shows, speed dating.
1: Oh, yes, the comedy show. Do we have comedy our show. comedians locked down?
0: Almost. Almost. I don't want to put it out there yet. I
1: hope it's who I think it's going to be. We're working
0: on the numbers. Okay. We're working on the numbers. Yes. Also, we have performances. Uh, it's going to be a catamaran day. There's going to be... a uh, a, a old school party. It's, it's going to be, be
1: excursions, it's, it's going to be a lot of party, fun. beach party, just get all of your swimwear, get everything ready because we're going to have a really good time.
0: Absolutely. So, again, the email, the well, I should say the website, the com. Now, you know what else is coming up? But something big. Super Bowl? No. Oh. <laughs> Bigger.
1: Bigger than the Super Bowl? Yes. You mean my birthday is bigger than the Super Bowl?
0: Now it's called talking about my dick. You <laughs> said <laughs> Bigger than the Super Bowl? <laughs> I mean. I can't. Stage. I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't let that one go. I couldn't let that one
1: go. My birthday <laughs> is bigger than the Super Bowl? No, my dick. Yes, actually, your birthday is coming up. You're lucky up. I like you. <laughs> you are lucky I like you. But your
0: birthday is coming up. Yes. And that is a Saturday. Okay. we're actually gonna be in Miami mm-hmm. so um it's gonna be a lot of fun mm-hmm. I got some things planned the only problem is
1: yeah mm-hmm. um, I just want dinner
0: okay well I got you on a dinner
1: okay that's all I want though
0: I got you dinner well I'm I got you, relax. I got you a gift okay but you're not gonna be we're not gonna be here to give you a gift and it makes no sense for me to bring your gift to Miami because we're gonna be in Miami for the big game for the Super Bowl so it makes no sense to bring the gift there so, how would you like your gift, before or after?
1: Why don't you take a picture of it and show me the picture on my birthday?
0: That's whack. You have to see it, touch it, feel it, hold it.
1: Well, you're not bringing it to Miami, mm-hmm. and that's where we're gonna be. So, we don't have too much of a choice, do we?
0: Yeah. So, I'm just, I'm just thinking. You what... give
1: it to me before my birthday or after my birthday? Like, there's that's my many options.
0: When do you want it, before or after? First, just take a gift of what you think your birthday gift is. I don't know. It's big.
1: I didn't ask for anything. There was so, nothing that I wanted, so.
0: It's light in color.
1: Oh, now I know exactly what you're talking about. I have no idea.
0: It's a mold. Oh <laughs> My dick! I couldn't let that one go. I'm sorry. You
1: just, know what? When you I let did. it go the first time, <laughs> like the first opportunity, I was like, oh, he didn't catch that. I just kind of let it go. And it is light in color. Now, yes.
0: See? I mean, that's what I said. My dick! But anyway, I'm excited. I can't wait to you see you gift. Really? I, I, I took a lot of thought. And I actually... Uh, Got your gift in December.
1: Then why didn't you give it to me for Christmas?
0: Because it's your birthday gift. You got enough shit for for, for Christmas. <laughs> you got twelve days of shit.
1: Okay, for your birthday, okay, but, um, right. For
0: Christmas, but well, thank I'm excited you for thinking you, of me. I'm excited to give you your you. Uh, gift. Well, I'm excited let's excited to get it. Let's talk talk about the podcast. Let's talk about. Uh, I want to start with insecurities.
1: Oh, what made you come up with that topic?
0: Um, a friend that I work with. Um, she had a. a her, uh, a family member uh, flew out to DR because uh, she wanted to get some work done mm-hmm. and she never made it back home. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people out there do that. Like they...
1: Well, like, explain.
0: Like they're not, a lot of times, not happy with their bodies and mm-hmm. they want to do work to their bodies, whether it's liposuction, butt lift, uh, titties, ass... Uh Titan vagina, <laughs> what, what, whatever it is that people get. Right. I mean, now guys could get six-pack. Like, guys can actually go and they carve your six-pack.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and people are going overseas because it's a lot cheaper, whether it's the DR or wherever it may be. And um, people are not coming back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I guess the rules and regulations are a lot different overseas. It's, it's less expensive. It's not that expensive.
1: Well, what I've heard is that... The United States regulations differ and are more strict than a lot of places that are foreign. Correct. So, and I don't really, I'm just going to throw numbers in there because I really have no idea. But like, say for instance, it's liposuction. Mm -hmm. Here, the rule might be that you can only suck out, say, 15 pounds. Mm -hmm. But in another country, they might say you can suck out... Thirty pounds, the fifteen pound regulation might be to prevent the opportunity for this to happen, that to happen, the other to happen. Mm -hmm. But I think that you know, in other countries, they're a lot more lenient, and people lose their lives because of that.
0: Right. But you know, the the thing is, is is how important is looks? Like, if you think about it, you know, people are so tied up into how somebody looks that they're willing to do anything or pay any amount of money to get those looks
1: you mean how they look
0: how they look right Mm -hmm. and the reason i wanted to talk about insecurities is in our relationship i was insecure but not necessarily the way that i looked right Mm -hmm. um and when i say i was insecure i was always insecure that i wasn't good enough for you Mm -hmm. that i was always thinking that you were gonna leave me for somebody else especially when we were in high school and college i just never thought that I was good enough for you so I would do things like try to make sure you stay home you know um, would try to uh, make you wear a certain type of clothes to, so you'd be more covered up because I fi- figured like if you had your girls out right there that it would attract you know more guys and then I would have a less chance of, 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 of staying together um, I'd even remember like uh, when we when we bought our first home, mm-hmm. which was in uh, West Milford, New Jersey, which was about what an hour and twenty minutes from the city. <laughs> I like that crib because I'm like, who the fuck is she going out with? Like, it's, <laughs> it's only her, the Bears and the Dears.
1: Right, right. Now West
0: Milford is so far out. That's where they actually shot Friday the Thirteenth. So,
1: right, right, right.
0: Mm-hmm. That's where they shot Friday the Thirteenth. So, those were the type of places that I, you know, I was so insecure. I never wanted you to go out. I never wanted you to meet anybody, you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't want you to work. I didn't want you to go to the mall. I didn't want you to do anything because I was so scared that I was going to lose you. That was my insecurity. And, um, I know sometimes a lot of couples have insecurity. So, you know, how should people deal with insecurities? The one good thing about, uh, my looks and your looks, we've always been extra, extra, what's the word I'm looking for? Not appreciative, but you always had, my back when it came to something that I didn't like about myself
1: oh. mm-hmm. like
0: for instance when it came to me I always you know I was a skinny kid all my life yes 150 pounds wet yes um and then it got to the point where I started eating a lot I started gaining some weight but one thing I was <laughs> say no about I don't
1: think it was that I think that for a lot of people once you hit 30 your metabolism slows down mm-hmm. and a lot of people, not all people, but a lot of people start to put on weight.
0: Yeah, since I haven't hit 30 yet, I haven't got to that point.
1: So yours was just, you started eating a lot. I started eating a got lot. It. I started eating a got lot. It. But
0: no, but really, like, I started eating a lot and I started gaining weight and it bothered me. Like it I, I hated looking at myself in the mirror because I felt like I was
1: fat. Fat? I did. You would use the F word to describe the way that you felt about how you looked?
0: I did. I, I, I looked at myself as fat.
1: I don't think that you looked at yourself as... I did.
0: I did. I didn't think... I I didn't like my... I didn't like how I looked in the mirror.
1: Yeah, but that's a very extreme word, though. Yeah. Like, that's an extreme word. And I don't even like the word. If you guys listen to the podcast, you know that I don't like that word. But that's how
0: I felt. I felt like I was fat. And the bad part about it is... You were never fat. Thank you. But the bad part about it was we would be in bed and you would eat like a pig.
1: So I was fat. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, I didn't say that. <laughs> but no, but you would eat like a pig, because for some reason, your metabolism just runs. Like, you eat fucking cheesecake, strawberries, cornflakes, steak for breakfast, uh, chicken, haagen ice cream, lemonade from uh Chick-fil-A. Like, you had all that, and that's just for breakfast. All that and then. I
1: yeah. had all that
0: <laughs> <bread>. <laughs> And then you would never gain weight. But the, the reason that I always felt good about myself is because you always made me feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's the dope thing about our relationship. It's like, even though that I thought I was fat and I thought I was overweight and I thought I never, and I thought I had to lose weight. Not one point, not one point ever did you ever say, nah, baby, you know, yeah, maybe you should go to the gym. You always was like, nah, you're my baby. I love you. I don't care how much weight you gain. But that is dope. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Mm -hmm. and I I was kind of jealous of you because you would eat like a mad woman, and you still do, eat like a mad woman, and you don't gain no weight. You know, and I'm like, fuck, what the fuck is she doing? Like, what the, what kind of metabolism, and for people out there that don't know, uh, Gia, yeah, we have five kids, but Gia has never had a surgery. She has not no lipo no boob job. Those boobs are the same boobs that <laughs> when she was 16, she had those boobs at 16. That's what made me love her. Like when I'm, that's what made you. Yes.
1: Don't you? Don't you?
0: When, don't if you don't you. know, for all you guys that just tuned <laughs> in, you. the first time I met Gia, well, not the first time I met Gia. When I fell in love, we went to high school together, and she was on a track team. Mm-hmm. And I went outside, and you know they used to run track in the back. We used to play basketball in the back, and. She would run track, and I just remember seeing them big double Ds, like, boom, boom,
1: (laughs) boom. And I'm like,
0: I'm in love. (laughs) But anyway, but I would
1: just say that. And then you would stalk me outside of my track practice every day, and I'm like, why is this weirdo standing behind the fence watching me run every day?
0: Because most freshmen and sophomores (laughs) at high school didn't have double Ds. They had little A cups and they had to wear a push-up bra to make it look like B or C. But Uh, you had double Ds. Like, mm. whoa. But anyway.
1: (laughs) Hold on. If you haven't heard our first podcast, he tells, I think, the whole story. And I think it was called um, the first episode, number one. Mm -hmm. This is 130-something. But number one was something about... I saw those double Ds and fell in love. Fell in love, or, or love, so, love you remember something that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. But you know, just to say that,
0: you know, she's never had surgery, so and it doesn't work out. Uh, every year she works out one day, two days, two days. She gets sore and be like, "Fuck it, I'm not going back to the gym." That happens every time. It, ha- it hasn't happened yet this year, but my
1: I'm, every year it's my <laughs> every year it's my New Year's resolution to work out because as you guys know, I want to be healthy. So I've improved the way that I've been eating. It's only been two weeks, but I'm very impressed with myself because I'm not a very disciplined person. But working out is going to be another one that I'm going to tackle. I'm going to accomplish this goal to work out and be healthy. I want to live till I'm 99. So that's that's um, what I what I'm aiming for, and I think I'm gonna. I think it's gonna happen. I think. Oh, you know? I, I
0: hope you do work out. Next week, week we're busy, so a... like
1: right after my birthday, I want to be in the gym with you every day that you're in the gym. Okay,
0: well, I, I would love to see that.
1: But no, so up until this point, no, I.
0: Yeah. I, so I don't like work I said, out. No workout, no surgery. So you know, it's it's really amazing. But you always have my back, no matter what I went through, and a lot of people don't have that. Um, And I was thinking about, you know, one thing that. You know what my insecurity was. My insecurity was at one time having weight. And also my other insecurity was losing you. I remember when you got cut, when your face got cut. Now, if you don't know, Gia got cut in the face. I know a lot of you guys, like I know this situation, but some of you guys don't know. She got cut here in the face when she was leaving uh, high school. uh, I used to take her home every day. This day I was working. I had to go to work um, and I was working in the city. I don't know what I did. I think I worked in a mailroom.
1: No, you didn't go to work every day. You worked over the summer. And it was Cablevision? Telemarketing? No, we did telemarketing yeah, together. Vision, cable vision, yeah, Cablevision, It was Cablevision over the summer. And that day, Shahid, who was still working through the school year, had to take off. And he called you and asked you to fill in for him. Right. So you filled in for Shahid that one day.
0: Right. And she took the bus home. And when she took the bus home, uh, some girls were, were calling her all types of different names.
1: We did a podcast on it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was probably... One of the first 10 podcasts. I'm sure that if you're interested, you can go and look by the title and be able to determine which one it is.
0: But the girl, uh, they, they jump gear in her friend. How many stitches did you get in total? All the stitches?
1: Um, I probably got, I think it was 50 on my face and maybe another 30-something on my inner thigh. There's right. a really bad scar on my so, inner
0: thigh. So cut from here, here, and her inner, 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 inner thigh. And I remember, you know... As soon as I found out, I got off work. I jetted, jetted to your house.
1: Mm-hmm. I had already been stitched up. She had and... already stitched
0: up, yet, yeah, and jetted to her house. And I just uh, I just remember your face. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you, just, you know, Gear used to model. I'm like, how would that affect her? And you stood there like a trooper. You know, I remember coming to see you and kissing you. And her lip was like, oh, I just want to kiss me because she was all, you know, she got to fight. She gave me like a funny kiss. but you never let that stop who you were mm-hmm. no matter what that you had to cut. You still did what you had to do. You still modeled, you still did what you want to do. And I always thought that was dope. And I was like, it should be more people like that. So, I, you know, I want to talk about insecurities in relationships and how can people, instead of make fun of people in their relationships, your girlfriend or, or your husband or your wife, how do you support, you know, because you look at people is so easy nowadays. You look at, a. Uh, What's the Kardashian girl name? Which one? The one that changed the whole face.
1: I think you're referring to Kylie.
0: Kylie. Now you look at Kylie, right? And you look at how Kylie looked. And Kylie did all that work to her face. And I'm not, I'm not judging. You want to do that? That's cool. But I don't want that for my daughter. I don't want that for my son to feel away and be like, I have to look like something that they feel looks perfect or close to it. So how do you sit back and say, you know what? I just want to support my spouse, no matter if they're, big, or they look a certain way, or maybe their ears look a little big. Like, how do you support, you know, because a lot of people, when they get into (laughs) arguments, sometimes they go left and they attack the thing that they know will hurt somebody. No, no matter how many times we argued, I have never attacked anything with you. I mean, you call me dickhead and you call me asshole and you call me a bunch (laughs) of other names, but
1: (laughs) what? Only when it's necessary. Only
0: when it's necessary.
1: And and not that that's a good thing, but I do feel that When I use certain words with you, you're taken aback by it because I don't curse often. And when I use a word like that, you understand exactly what I mean. Like when I say that you're being one of those two words, I mean that you're being stubborn or you're being a right fighter or you're just being anti and, um, Sometimes it just comes with a certain bravado that I don't like. So that's when I choose to use those words, not to be condescending to you, but because I believe that you'll get it. Right. Like if I call you a bleep head, I know that you'll understand like, oh, wait a minute. Am I being a bleep head? Because I can waste 10 minutes trying to describe to you what I think that you're being like. I can use tons of adjectives and you won't get it. But the moment that I use that word, you'll be like, I can see you take a step back and say, wow, am I being like that? Am I being a jerk? Because it's kind of like, you know, you're just being a jerk. Like, you could be all types of things and you can have reasons for being all those things, but when you're being a jerk, it's for nothing's sake. Right. And that's what really bothers me. So, So aside from that.
0: So, how would you advise somebody, a couple that are going (laughs) through problems and you know, somebody feels a certain way about something, not to do it, right? Well, Because I'm gonna tell a real story in a second when you finish.
1: Okay. For me, with you, it comes naturally because I really do believe that when you love somebody, and I don't just love you, I adore you, I think that you really see them through rose-colored glasses. Like, to me, no one compares to you in any way, any shape, any form. Even when we're at each other's necks and it could be the worst day, truth be told, I'm still so in love with you. So I love you, but like the you inside of you, not just what I see. It doesn't matter what I see. It doesn't matter if you gain 100 pounds, if you lose 50 pounds. It doesn't matter if your hair turns gray. It doesn't matter anything that happens to you. I truly love you. So I love everything that comes with you. So no matter how your appearance changes, it'll never affect the way I feel about you. So when you're talking about support, like how do you support somebody if you don't think about supporting somebody? When you really love somebody, support is a non-negotiable. Um, you were talking about, well, if if you don't like, if you don't like this, if you don't like that, let's say it's your weight right? For me, the only thing that I can do is try to support you in the sense, like you'll say, like, I want to work out. Like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to eat better. I want to eat cleaner. I might eat in front of you, (laughs) but I'll support you eating better and, you know, just healthier, doing things to promote your health and whatnot. Um, You said, how do you not, what was it that you asked me? How do you not Um, Mm -hmm. you said something like, how do you not um, make them feel badly Uh about things that are, you know? That's what you said. You're like, sometimes people will find something that's wrong with the other person and they'll attack it or they'll make mention of it. That's hard to even imagine. If you know that your partner is insecure about something, the idea that you would attack it or even mention it is crazy to me. Like it's unimaginable because most people have insecurities Mm -hmm. and insecurities plague people. Most people think about their insecurities all the time because you're living in it. Whatever it is, every time you look in the mirror, and it doesn't even have to be a physical insecurity. It could be the way that you speak, mm-hmm. or the way that you do this, or the way that you do that. It really doesn't matter, but it's something that's usually on people's minds, and they hope and they pray that they're kind of the only ones that notice it, right. or you know that it's a big deal to. So to have the person that you love that's supposed to have your back and that's supposed to support you, point it out to you, or in an argument, make fun of it or try to make you feel embarrassed or try to humiliate you and it doesn't even have to be that direct. It doesn't even have to be that forward. sometimes and it even happens with friends some will find someone will find the smallest way to kind of just make mention of it or to just hint at it or to just say something to let you know that they notice because they know it's going to make you feel bad right and that's a horrible, horrible horrible characteristic for someone to have. And a lot of us have it. A lot of people have it. A lot of people have done it at some point in their life to someone that they've known. But it's about recognizing it. Mm -hmm. It's about recognizing that you have the propensity to do that and saying to yourself, that's not who I am. That's not how I want to love my partner. That's not how I want to love my friend or whomever you might get pleasure out of making feel insecure. And change. Right. And change. Um, Even if I felt like there was something I didn't like about you, I would do everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's say someone's insecure about their ears, and I notice it. I would make my business to never look at their ears. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because you don't want to give them a moment where they're saying, wait, is she looking at my ears? Oh my gosh, on my ear. Oh my gosh. And it could be any part of your body, you know? It's just a matter of how you go about loving someone. And, I think that a lot of people don't know how to love because they're caught up with their own stuff. Right. You and, know.
0: And I would say this, you know, one thing I would say about our relationship, and hopefully you guys out there would be to do the same thing with your relationships, is being honest. Right. So I'm gonna tell you two things, two examples of that. Um, one, as a kid, I hated my teeth. Right. I hated my teeth because I I had buck to- I had buck teeth. I used to suck my thumb till I probably was in Maybe third grade, right? Yes, I know. So my teeth were all fucked up. Um, so I had to have braces for like... Yeah, it was like that. I had, to have, I had braces for like longer than any other kid. I had braces for dumb long. But this was back in the day when they had the metal brackets and it was like concrete on and like... You always say concrete. It could not have been concrete. I don't know concrete. what that shit... That shit was on there like a motherfucker, but... <laughs> But it was on my mouth soap thing. When I finally took it off, it left a stain on my tooth. Mm-hmm. And the stain on my teeth, you can't take off. There's nothing you can do to take it off. You can't. Whiteners couldn't take it off. Bleaching couldn't take it off. Nothing could take it off. And it bothered the shit out of me, right?
1: Those lighting, that light. Nothing, remember, like, years yeah. ago, they had, like, that lighting thing.
0: Nothing. Nothing could work. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought about doing lumineers or uh, veneers, Right.
1: This was like last week.
0: Yeah, this was like last week. This was
1: like last week. This was like week. last week,
0: right? So they said luminaires are something you put on your teeth and it makes your shit look white. So I said, oh, bet. Gia was like, let me ask you a question. You're going to look like you have horse teeth. There's nothing wrong with your teeth. I love your teeth. Who cares? And I was like, I still want it. And she was like, let me ask you another question. What if they fuck up? <laughs> 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 what if they fuck? You only got one set of teeth, bro. What if they, what if they fuck up? I love you, however you look. Fuck that. And I was like, you're right, babe. And yeah. that's... And, like, and,
1: you've made it this long with the same set of teeth. Now, at this stage of life, you want to go and remix your teeth? I'm the answer. For what? <laughs> your teeth are beautiful. You're beautiful. Like, why would you... Listen, I, I understand improvement. And that kind of goes back to, like, plastic surgery. I understand that people seek to improve themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's enough and then there's too much, you know? And what you see with a lot of people is they improve a little and it's like, wow, that was easy. Let me improve this. And then it's like they find every little thing that can use improvement or that they feel could benefit from some kind of improvement and they go for it. And it's like this bottomless pit where you're always going to find something that needs tweaking. The way I feel is like, God gave it to me, so clearly it's good enough. Right. And if it's not good enough for anyone that's looking at me, then look the other way.
0: Right. And, and that's another thing I, I would say, too, you know, in a relationship, when you find that person, you never give a fuck about the world, right? No. Um If you listen to the show and you listen to Pride Podcast, you know, sometimes I detox, right? And when I detox, shout out to the uh Dr. Amsu, Oman, Coach Jesse, uh, the detox uh, now.com is where I go. Right. It's not a pay ad. I'm just telling you cause it works. So when I detox, when you detox, you're actually taking supplements in and you're taking out a lot of the toxins, the toxins in your body. So, you know, you, you, you eating water fruits, you're staying away from anything that could be toxic to your body. Right. So when you do that, different things happen to different people. Like when Gia, when she detoxed, Gia had caffeine headaches. Yes. She had headaches like crazy for like the first three, four days.
1: Something like that. Yeah, yes. like
0: it was it was to the point where Gia was like, because and that's because Gia used to drink so much freaking soda.
1: Yeah, probably I drank, I think, two cans of Coke per meal and at least one can of Coke in between each meal.
0: Right. So, so she used to drink a lot of soda. Not anymore, thank God. But for used to, two weeks. She used to drink a lot of soda. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't drink any more. For doing two good. weeks, yes,
1: yes, yes. But my body trying to purge all of those caffeine toxins was giving me like these unbelievable headaches.
0: Right. So for me, it was my breath. My breath was hotter than a motherfucker. His
1: body was trying to detox his breath, apparently, because it was so bad.
0: Right. It's the truth. Like I I would take those supplements, and my breath would be hot like fire. Oh,
1: my goodness. But
0: but the best thing about it is my wife was like, yo, (laughs) baby, I love you, but your breath is hot. (laughs) And I don't want you to go around other people with your breath being this hot. So here's this toothbrush. <laughs> here's this toothpaste.
1: Take it to work.
0: Here's this Listerine strips, and here's some gum.
1: And, and the Listerine spray. And
0: the Listerine spray. Mm-hmm. So, and she was like, "While you're detoxing, keep this on you at all time. Just don't talk to people without <laughs> checking your breath." Yeah. That's real shit. Even though I, it kind of stung me for a little bit, like, damn.
1: No, it no, it didn't kind of. St- it legitimately hurt all of his feelings. All it, of them. It did. <laughs> <laughs> like, it kind of, it kind of hurt me. It kind of stung. It did, it nah, did. It, hurt but it put me in a position.
0: It put me in a position where I was like, damn, I know my wife cares for me and she loves me and she wants the best for me.
1: Yeah, I never want you in these streets looking crazy. <laughs> so, that I mean, I would hope to God that if there was something about me that needed some type of change, that you would tell me, like, don't care so much about my feelings that you're going to have me looking crazy. Right. Do you know what I mean? you got to be honest. I... If it's you, if it's my friend, like sometimes you ever see a girl in the street wearing something or something's going on and you look at her like, damn, she don't got no friends because somebody should have told her Correct. that that dress is too tight or that dress is too short or whatever it is. Like if someone loves you, they'll tell you when you're misstepping. right? And that has to be like, one thing about me is that I'll never lie to you. Mm-hmm. I will never lie to you. Even if it hurts, I just, my father, um, when I was younger and when he was here, um, he would always tell me that there's nobody in this world that he has to impress enough that he has to lie to them. So that's just always rung in my head over and over and over again. So when someone asks me a question it's difficult for me to lie, even if it will benefit me or enable me to evade a sticky situation or whatever. It's very, very difficult and I choose not to. So you know, and that's why I feel mm-hmm. that you don't ask me a lot of questions.
0: Maybe that's a, maybe that's a good reason.
1: You notice, mm-hmm. like in our relationship, it's like I ask you all of the questions. You barely ever ask me any questions because I think you know that I'm going to tell you the truth. Sometimes
0: I don't want to hear it, but I know the answer.
1: Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, it's not something that I'm going to lie about. So when <laughs> that was the situation, then, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I told you the truth.
0: But I just wanted to bring that up. so people You said you had another story. No, that was the two stories. One was oh, okay. the uh, the teeth and the uh, bad breath.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, I just wanted to talk about that because I'm seeing too many people thinking they're trying to be perfect. And they do things to try to be perfect. And I know a lot of times people don't want to put the work in. It's not, it's, and I tell everybody this all the time. If it was easy, everybody would do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, everybody wanted to be a basketball player, but there's only one LeBron. You know what I mean? you got to, LeBron works every day to be LeBron. Um, you know, people say, yo, you're a DJ, this, then, and yeah. But I tell everybody, if DJing was that easy, everybody would be a DJ and successful. It's not that many. There's few and, and far that are really getting it that, are working hard to get to where they need to get um and that's how i look at everything else uh i look at that with weight yeah you can go and you can go get liposuction but if you don't change who you are and what you do it's just going to come right back because right. you're not changing yourself
1: right um right.
0: it's an easy fix but then what happens ten you know five years down the line when you're still eating the same shit, you're still not working out it comes right back and that's why you know for me i'm like i want to stay on a diet and stay working out even if I don't, do you get, call
1: it a diet? Is that actually a diet? It's not
0: a diet. It's eating better. Okay. It's eating better. You know, I'm taking out breads. So I don't drink soda anymore. And today,
1: what you're 180 pounds, I'm right? At 180 pounds. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Go you. I'm. I was 195, so I'm down 15, uh, and I want to get to 172. That's the weight that I want.
1: 172.
0: 172. Oh, so
1: just eight more pounds. Eight
0: more pounds. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get to that weight, Good,
1: because but- you're already. Pretty slim. So yeah, I think a, eight pounds would be. Yeah,
0: I wanna. I wanna go a
1: little.
0: You should be I, at. You know, and you know what gives me encouragement? What? Our son.
1: He <laughs> would be hating on
0: him. that little motherfucker. He walk in my room again with no shirt on. I saw him punch him in the face.
1: <laughs> he's taunting you.
0: <laughs> now my son plays football. If you don't know, and he's when I say cut, this little just cut up like. <laughs> and he, he, he always walk in the room with no shirt on. You dead. Yo, Dad, you want to watch the game? No, put your fucking shirt on
1: when you then come home. Then I'll to watch own. the game with you. <laughs> You're not going to sit there and body shame me without saying a word?
0: The other day, yo, Dad, I got to ask you a question? No, put a shirt on first. You're making me uh-huh. feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But nah, but he he gives me the encouragement because I see the way he works out and what he does, and, and he definitely gives me
1: encouragement. So. And you know, I don't want to make it seem as though we have anything against plastic surgery. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't. I'm sure that there are people that You know, there's something that they may not like about their bodies Mm -hmm. or their face or, you know, whatever. My thing is everything in moderation. Right. You know, too much of anything is a bad thing. So, you know, if it's something that's bothered you your entire life and you do walk around with an insecurity because of it. And okay, if that's a step that you want to take, that's going to make you feel better and give you confidence and allow you to interact with people and have more fun. Because I've known people literally that, I'm going to talk about one person. Mm-hmm. I knew somebody, she's not a friend anymore, but she used to be a friend, a really good friend actually. Mm-hmm. And she got to a point where she gained a lot of weight, mm-hmm. but she didn't look bad. She looked fine. She was just a little bit heavier set. That's all. Right. And she got to a point in her life where she would not leave the house unless it was absolutely necessary. Taking her kids to school, going grocery shopping, running errands, things of that nature. But she would not socialize. Anywhere that I invited her, she's like, I just can't. I just don't feel good about myself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she wasn't really doing anything about it. She just stayed. In the house. So if there's something about you that makes you feel as though you're unable to function in the world, because I've come across that same characteristic with, I don't want to say a lot of people, but a few people. And for me to know a few people that literally did not want to leave the house because they did not like the way that they looked, then that's something serious. I think that they may need some kind of therapy, just someone to talk to. Right. Because a lot of times. Or somebody to encourage them. Mm uh-huh. hmm. Yeah, because a lot of times um, you get your influence from the wrong people. Right. And you don't, you may not have somebody in your life to tell you, like, you're okay. Like, you are okay. If you're wanting to be in a relationship and you're not going to be, the person that's going to come and love you is going to love you for you. Right. You don't need to jump through all of these hoops to change your body. You definitely don't need to jump through hoops. To look like people that you see, I mean, they said like in magazines, but it's not even magazines anymore. It's more so on the internet or social media and whatnot. And like right now, it just seems like so many girls have like a build a body, like the same body, different face, you know. And some of them, listen, that could have been their dream to look like that. But I think a lot of them are being influenced by what they see out there. And they think that that's what guys like and that's what is going to attract a man. But that's not really that because I know or know of, I don't want to say that they're necessarily friends, but I know of several females that have that body that are absolutely beautiful and are absolutely single. It's not about how you look. It's about who you are as a person. How you look might, attract that initial person to come and maybe wanna talk to you, have a conversation, they might wanna sleep you or whatever, but if you have bleep for brains, who's gonna stay? If you're not a nice person, who's gonna wanna stay with you? If you have a sucky personality, who's gonna wanna stay with you? Work on who you are as an individual, work on your mentality, your goals, your values, your morals, things that really mean something before you worry about looking like anybody else.
0: And thank God that you're smart, because I definitely came to you because of because of the big titties. <laughs> and thank God tried. that you were smart, that you know that that, <laughs> that we could definitely stay.
1: Oh my gosh! Oh God, because you would have lost me.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh-huh. Well, okay. let's. Well,
0: I just want to say that make sure that if you love somebody, you encourage them, and if they have to work out, work out with them. You know, Gia didn't want to go to the gym. Let me fix your mic, baby. Gia didn't want to go to the gym. She doesn't want to go to the gym, but she's going because she knows I go every day and how much it means to And me. I want to
1: live till I'm 99.
0: And she wants to live mm-hmm. till she's 99. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to knock your ass off until you're 99.
1: I don't know if either of or- wait.
0: I can't wait till we 99 doing back shots. I can't wait for that.
1: That's the image that you wanted to your give. Little, to... Your little old ass bent <laughs> my on My little old ass. What?
0: Ooh, that's gonna be a lot of fun.
1: I don't think so. I think it'll hurt. I think my knees will hurt. Your <laughs> knees will hurt. <laughs> and I don't think your thing will work anymore it, at ninety nine. They got
0: blue pills. I so wonder, wait, pills but do over. you think
1: that people that age? Yes. Actually, I will.
0: I don't know. You take your little dentures out. <laughs> <laughs> Good money.
1: <laughs> okay. The email. Thank you. And let's get
0: to the email of the week. Something All right.
1: wrong with you. Great. Hold on po- Do you like? You get a kick out of that? No. Is it my reaction? Like, what is it? I mean, like, it's, why? It's like, why?
0: It's the truth. You ninety nine is gonna be fun.
1: There's something really wrong with All you. Right.
0: Well, let's get to the 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 email. Great podcast. I can relate a lot of your relationship. My name is Reggie. I've been with my wife since two thousand and eight. Married for five years. We're both twenty seven. We have two kids and live together. My problem is is that she loves to party and drink. I heard Envy say a while back that when Gia drinks, she gets sensual. That's exactly how my wife is. She drinks and the sex is always better. She's more into me, so I don't like her to go party and drink without me as I feel that she would be with other guys. Literally, every time she goes out, she gets wasted and her friends have to carry her home. <laughs> but they're always fine. Uh, I believe there's a problem here as she's married one and all her friends are single and she's the only one that gets drunk. I feel she's not happy at home and maybe that's why she wants to be out and gets drunk. I spoke to her about it and she said she will go. She won't go to any more parties. Crazy thing is, is now she always wants to go to brunches instead <laughs> <laughs> and say it's just a brunch. It's not a party. So it's different. But to me, it's still a party. I tell her I don't want to be in a relationship with someone who always drinks and parties, and we should part ways so she could just go and have fun and enjoy life without me being on her back about things. Damn, you shouldn't have to go there. Right. All right. I don't want to control her life, but she insists on staying with me me and says things will change. She says I can't really love her if it's that easy for me to leave over wanting to party. But I know what I want from a relationship. When we're at home... She won't shave her legs for weeks. (laughs) What's funny about that?
1: (laughs) I understand.
0: Walks around with headscarves all day and never makes an effort with anything. But if she's going out, she does the most. She shaves her legs, does her nails and feet, takes real good care of herself. Some nights we go to bed mad at each other for no reason or it's just awkward for no reason. It is for a reason. She will also go to see her friends and stay up till four in the morning. But when we are home, she seems to always be tired and want to sleep early. I give her her time to rest and take the kids out. So I really feel something is up, but I never say anything as she gets emotional and never gets anywhere with her. I find it hard to just leave because the kids and I will be homeless laughing my ass off. I don't want to wake up to my kids every morning and have to co-parent. Now, to me, I have cheated in the past, a lot, but, uh, not, but not since. Hold two, on, what? But not since 2013.
1: Hold on. <laughs> okay, how long did she? Did he say that they've been together? Hold on. Wait, how long?
0: Since 2008. Okay, let me let me let me say that last sentence. Wait,
1: wait. 2008. They've been together. He
0: hasn't cheated so, since 2013. So 2008,
1: 2009, 2010, 11, 12, 13. So he cheated for five years. But
0: it's 2020. So you gotta the first five years, but not those. the last yeah. seven. So listen, I've cheated in the past a lot, but not since 2013. And last year, April, I got an explicit picture from a woman and she saw it in my DMs. So could this be the problem in your opinion? Duh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm in love with her and happy otherwise. And she is uh, She is the reason we spend a lot of time together and do a lot of other things. We have great chemistry and sexual attraction. It's not all bad. We just have our days. But the question is, am I being too much for not wanting her to party? How would you both feel about each other being that way? What is some genuine advice on what you think the problem with her is? Is it me or is it her?
1: I'm gonna let you go first.
0: <sighs> What's your name? Reggie? Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Reggie. <laughs> you got caught cheating, bro. Right?
1: For five years. For five years, and then you gotta then He she- said he cheated a lot. It didn't make it seem like it was like one person, one mistake. It seemed like it was right. a pattern.
0: You cheated a lot, right? Then she might have forgave you. Maybe she did. She didn't tell that part of it. But then last April, you get a a, a, a naked picture or whatever it is, and, you, and your girl catches it. Your wife catches it. Okay. So what she probably feels is that you're still out there doing dirt and that you didn't learn your lesson and that you're not grown and she forgave you for no reason.
1: Or even if he's not doing dirt, that he didn't learn his lesson. lesson right. Mm-hmm.
0: So she is... Because
1: if it were just in his DMs... She would be like, "Oh yeah, well, whatever. Strangers it, do strange things." But
0: you had to respond.
1: But if it, what do you mean he had to respond? I
0: mean, the reason she's mad. I mean, people could send me naked pictures all I the mean, time. I mean, he
1: didn't say that he responded. People could send you
0: naked pictures all the time. I wouldn't get mad, but if you responded or if there's I responded, there's something it's about a different...
1: the picture. So either right. he responded or there's something. It's not just that someone sent a picture because both of us get crazy pictures all the time. So it's not just that. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Reggie. Now, you cheated. Last April, you got a picture. You're not looking too good out there, bro. You talk about,
1: I'ma leave. Nigga, you the one that was cheating. You can't go nowhere. You fucked up. Like the nerve. You fucked up. The nerve. So Reggie. He gonna leave.
0: If I was you, yeah, your your wife probably goes out and drinks to, to try to get away from your stupid shit and the stupid shit that you're doing. That's why she probably out drinking with her friends. Because she's like, this stupid-ass husband has me fucked up, so the only way that I can get away <laughs> and be able to express myself and get away from the stupid shit you do is taking a couple of shots of Patron. Now, Reggie, if I was you, I would hope that she's taking shots or whatever she's taking with her girls and there's no dude out there because it could be a dude that's really plowing your wife's backing. in. like, like let's... plowing, though? All right. But what other word you want to use?
1: She could just be having an affair with somebody else for sure.
0: Maybe that too. But I would think plowing. So you better be careful and you better fix the fuck up. Yes, she's probably. Because he's out.
1: talking real greasy right they now. Yeah, talking real greasy. Like, imagine, hold on a minute. You cheat on me, and then you're gonna tell me that you want a divorce or you want a separation?
0: No, Don't don't mean like
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Talk to him.
1: Stop, you got no. No,
0: talk to them. Like you get.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like. Like, that's real greasy. It is. Like. It is. Oh, so you think that you're just going to screw me over for five years. And because I go out and have a little funny poo and have a little drinky poo a little too often, in your opinion, you're going to tell me that it's over or you need a separation. Meanwhile, I forgave you. And even if I didn't forgive you, I'm still here with you and our kids and I'm making nice, nice but now I'm doing something that you don't like, that to say it pales in comparison is such an understatement, but let's just say pales in comparison to what you've done, and now you're gonna turn the tables on me on. and tell me, Hold and on. you're Hold gonna on. turn the Hold tables, on. I'm, I'm doing it. Hold on, look, I'm no, what, this what way. What the hell
0: is a pale of comparison? What no, is- it
1: pales in comparison. Fuck that be,
0: I was confused, pales. I- I'm you have heard
1: that? Stop it! Go ahead. It pales in comparison. You know what that means. That right. it, it, it see no, something, say something. I don't know what it means. It, it, it. nowhere near amounts to. Oh yeah, I knew that. Go ahead. Okay. Like there is, there is no comparison. There is no comparison. I knew that. It really doesn't compare. I got it. Okay. I got <laughs> okay. it. I got it. <laughs> That's what it means. And you're gonna tell me that you want a separation? Meanwhile, I stuck by you, and I. You get mad over this little flimsy nonsense that can be worked out probably in two or three conversations where we can come to terms and have an agreement, but you're going to resort to, I want to separate. Am I wrong? Yes, Reggie, you are wrong. And you have a lot of nerve. So you seem like the type of person that probably has a lot of nerve. And that's a problem for a female. That is a problem for a female.
0: Can I say one thing? she's probably drunk because that's the only time she'd have sex with you. That's why she only has sex when she's drunk because when she's not drunk, she probably doesn't want to look at your little small penis. But when she's drunk, then she can imagine, you know, having sex with you. That's why y'all,
1: when she's drinking, y'all have sex. Listen, she probably, now I'm just, from my point of view, this is just what I think. And I could be completely off base. Mm -hmm. I can be wrong. When someone offends you in a major way, you can get to a point where you don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, oh really? I talk like this to you and you don't like it? I really don't care. Right. Or when I do this, it agitates you? I really don't care. Right. Um, You don't like that I wear my hair scarf and I don't shave my legs and my pits are kinda bushy. I don't care. Oh, you're not turned on by me anymore. Really don't freaking care. Oh, it doesn't matter. You can add anything to that laundry list of things. And a woman can get to a point where she truly doesn't care. And I'm sure men can as well. When people are offended and that offense isn't made right, especially if you're in a situation where you live with somebody Mm -hmm. and or you have kids with somebody and you feel like you're stuck there, then it's like, all right. Well, this is my life. I'm stuck here. There's no there's nothing I can do. There's nowhere I can go. I'm just going to make the best of it, but at the same time I just really don't care. So, I'm going to go out with my girlfriends. I'm going to drink. I'm going to have a good time mm-hmm. and if he doesn't like it, I don't care. And it seems like that's where she's at with you. And I mean, I've gone through that. Like mm-hmm. we've been together 25 years. So, I'm speaking from a personal point of view, right? You know, like I've definitely been in a space where I didn't care at a time or two, and it's a very, very, very dangerous place to be. Absolutely. Like it's it's dangerous.
0: I don't want to be in that place.
1: Yes, no, <laughs> no, no. It's dangerous oh, hold because
0: on. hold on, let the cameraman sneeze. got sneeze one time, man. Is the that ca- what's
1: going on? Yeah, over the cameraman's there? about to sneeze. Go He's ahead. About to go. Let it sneeze, out. Cool, let cool, it cool. Go. <laughs>
0: I didn't know
1: what was going on, but it definitely distracted <laughs> me. I'm like, he was what's going his- on over there?
0: <laughs> I'm like, is like, suffocating he's about him. to pass out, he's trying to hold his
1: <laughs> Sneeze, damn it, you good?
0: Right, he's good now. Not bad, baby. Back to what you said. He was explaining what was going on with this guy, and now he has some nerve to be upset. <gasps> I don't <laughs> he's turning red. He's about to pass out. I'm I like, this guy's about to, he's about to die. Kill over, <laughs> you're right? So, what would oh, you gosh. tell him in closing for for him? There, I, I know I, m- I messed you up, but he's about to die. That's okay.
1: Thank you for saving a life. No,
0: no, I did save life.
1: Okay. Um, I was saying that it's a dangerous place to be mm-hmm. when you're dealing with someone that doesn't care, like. That's not, you better, you have to fix that.
0: Right, absolutely.
1: You have to fix that. And it's not going to be fixed by making threats or giving someone an ultimatum or acting like you don't care as well. It's only going to exasperate the situation. So you have to make it right. So if I were you, I would have a conversation with her Mm -hmm. and I would go back to the whole cheating thing and find out if that's completely healed. Because obviously we don't know what steps he took. We don't know if, because listen, like we all know somebody that's been cheated on or we ourselves have been cheated on and the healing process is a doozy. Mm -hmm. Like it's not something that you can just say I'm sorry and Mm -hmm. be kind for a couple of months and expect for everything to go right back to the way that it was. It can take years. So I don't know what steps you've taken to heal. So I would start by finding out if my woman really healed or not. Like, are we good? And if we're not, what can I do to make sure that we're good? How can I show you that I want you? The problem, listen, your girl doesn't want to be in the club and at brunch. If she has you. She has two kids at home. She's there because she's getting something there that she's not getting at home. Maybe it's her release. Maybe it's fun. Maybe it's just an opportunity for her to not be stressed anymore. She can drink. She can let go of all of her worries. She can. Let, she has all the courage in the world. She can dance. She's with her girls. They're joking, everything. She's getting carried home. She's having a good time. And with you, it's probably like she comes home and opens the door like, this mother trucker. That's probably how you make how you make her feel. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm walking around my house every day... Now, yes, I do wrap my hair at night, mm-hmm. but...
0: You shave your legs, though.
1: I don't have to shave my legs. I have laser, so I am hair-free. Okay. Everywhere. All right. So... <laughs> um, but I'm going to tell you the truth. With Rashawn, I could be home all day taking care of business, doing things in the house, Mm -hmm. taking care of the kids. But when he calls me and I know that he's on his way home, or if he calls me an hour before he's on his way home, because a lot of times we talk while he's on the way home, I start getting ready. Like I make sure that I look what I call cute. For my man, right? you know, and it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm throwing on eyeliner or whatever, but my hair is going to look nice. You know, I might just put on a little bit of lip gloss or Mm -hmm. even if it's Vaseline on my lips or a little bit of blush on my cheeks or if it's pajamas, it's going to be cute pajamas or something sexy. Like if there's a part of my body I know he likes, it's going to show that off or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and it's funny. My mother taught me that. Mm -hmm. My mother taught me that. My mom would be like, you know, like, if Rashawn's going to be on his way home, you throw on a little bit of eyeliner, a little bit of mascara, a little bit of lip gloss, you put on a little bit of perfume and you put on something cute that shows off your little shape. Because with my mother, I always had a little shape. <laughs> like, but shows off your little shape, you know? And I guess maybe it's because of that influence that I know to do that. Mm-hmm. But I want, when he comes home, that he has something pleasing to look at. And that's what I do for my man, you know? Like don't get me wrong. Like, listen, yes, there are times where my hair is going to be wrapped and you guys know I wear fuzzy pajamas. So I'm not saying it's like that every single day or whatever, but usually we go out. So I have a reason to be dressed or something. We're usually doing something during the days. Mm -hmm. But if it's a day where we're not, I try to spruce up because I want something nice to look at. I'm sure he wants something nice to look at. And we chose each other. So clearly we like looking at each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, that's a way that you show love for the person that you're with i love the way that he looks at me like the way that he looks at me like turns me on what am i thinking right now i'm not going to tell anybody what you're thinking right now but i keep i'm even i'm not even gonna say anything but i love that you know after 25 years of being together i still feel very 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 wanted and i feel as though my man is really attracted to me. So that also encourages me to want to do those things. Okay. So I'm saying all this to say, if your girlfriend or your wife doesn't do anything close to that, it means that she doesn't care. Right. Okay? That might be extreme. That might be extreme. It could also mean that you're in a rut and your relationship is monotonous and she may take you for granted and be under the wrong impression. Mm -hmm. Like he knows what I look like when I'm all dolled up. I don't have to do that every day. Or he knows that, you know, what's going on underneath, you know, these granny panties and this t-shirt and these big baggy sweats, like he knows, and we're going to have sex anyway. So, I mean, I'm sure this is all fine. That could be a misconception. Mm-hmm. People like something nice to look at. I don't care if it's their partner, if it's clothes, if it's a piece of furniture, whatever. We all enjoy something that's pleasant to look at. So it could be any of those things, but you, Reggie, in your situation, she don't care. So <laughs> you need to address that. You, you really, really need to address that. I would go back and I would have the conversations. I would find out where we went wrong and why she feels the need to go to the club. Now, I want to kind of change it a little bit. When it comes to going out without your spouse Mm -hmm. constantly, let's say they didn't have the history. Let's say it wasn't about um, cheating or anything. I mean, we both know people that are in relationships, and they're good relationships, Mm -hmm. relatively solid, right, that like to go out all the time without their spouse. I actually, one of my close friends is going through this right now, and it is tearing their relationship apart. Right. Like, every other day, she feels like leaving him because he goes to work. I'm not, not going to give it too many details. He goes to work, and afterwards, he goes out with his boys. So he goes to a bar. Mm-hmm. He goes to just like, I don't know, these men things, like whatever men things, like, cause it's not just a bar. Like he goes and does like- Watches the game. Not, not on a work day after work, like- He just hangs out with his buddies. Oh, but his hours can be a little strange. But anyway, he goes out, mm-hmm. he hangs out with his buddies all the time. And he comes home, he eats. They might watch something on TV. They're intimate. They go to sleep and he's out again. And then on the weekends, he's at clubs at night, bars. Sometimes he's not home till five, six o'clock in the morning. And it's kind of like most women would ask, and Reggie's asking, why you got to be out all the damn time? Right.
0: This is actually a good topic to talk about outside of this podcast, because it's a long, great topic. You know, it's because you're talking about going out without your spouse. Is that cool? You know, because I don't do that.
1: No, you don't.
0: That's why I say it's a, good, it's a good topic. I would love to talk about it on a You want to talk about it on the next podcast? Yeah.
1: But just remember,
0: because mm-hmm. we the, always the re- do that and
1: then we forget. No, no, the reason I say that is because
0: <laughs> a lot of times people like to go out with their girls and a lot of times people like to go out with their guys. Um, and I think a lot of times they want to get away because they feel like their girl's a bitch or the man's an ass. Um, and people don't necessarily want to go out with them. I don't feel that way. I have more fun when you're there than when you're not there. So I enjoy going out. Like, I enjoy when we go to the club and we dance or whatever. We drink with each other or, you know, we do whatever. Like, I enjoy, I enjoy it. We eating together. We party watching. Like, I enjoy it. <laughs> you know, watching the whole party. Watching the whole party. Like, we enjoy, I enjoy <laughs> uh-huh. that with you. Um, some
1: people don't. But what do you... I know it's another topic, but really, really quick. Really, like, what do you think about that? You know... Not enjoying, like, listen, and all of my friends know. And before Ben's was our assistant, she was my friend. And (laughs) she knows, and all of my friends know, there is no one that I rather spend my time with in the world, besides my children, Mm -hmm. than you. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. If it's a Friday night and y'all want to do something, my man wants to do something, I'm never going to do something with y'all. Right, like,
0: but that, but that, I feel and that's like,
1: the goal. I like, feel like
0: a lot of that. That's how it should be. Like, if you think of it, can you? I, I don't go out unless I'm working, or I'm with the kids. Right. That, that's it. Other than that, unless I'm doing all, uh, unless I'm racing in a r- unless I'm doing a rally where I'm driving or, right, or something has right. car related. But you other, never go out for pleasure. No, nah, but I don't alone. I don't. I don't. You know what I mean? It's, it's if I do go out, I bring you or I got the kids with me. That's mm-hmm. just who I am. I, you know, no disrespect to anybody, but I'd rather go out with my wife and kids. That's just Mm -hmm. who I am. A lot of people just would not. They'd rather go out with their own, but that's who it is. And we should talk about that. We should make that a topic, like something about- You want to do it on
1: the next podcast? Yeah, let's do it on the next one. Okay, we'll do it on the next podcast. But the reason why I brought it up is, Reggie, that's the goal. If you make yourself so amazing that she doesn't want to go out with her friends all the damn time, parties, brunch, drinking, and whatnot- I mean, you chose each other. There has to be something really amazing about each of you. So get back to that.
0: All right. Well, Reggie, we wish you the best. And let us know. Keep us locked in. Let us know how it works out. And if you have an email or a question for us, you can always email us. The uh, email is thekccrew at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-E, Crew at gmail.com. Again, don't forget our retreat, thekccrewretreat.com. Hang out with us in Jamaica. It's going to be a lot of fun. Very few rooms are available. We're talking performances, comedy show, live podcasts. We're going to do a, a finance podcast. So many different parties. So we want to see you. If you want more information, the com. Very limited rooms available. And I want to see you there. And your birthday is coming up in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for that. All right? Yes. But it's time to get up out of here. Yes. All right, I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that was another edition of the Casey Crew.
1: Doodles. Give me a